right. Hey, guys. What's up? Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 201. Dude, we're fucking back. Swearing already, okay? Uh, We're back. We're freaking back, dude. Let's go. Let's freaking go. Missed this thing. I sure did. You know? What else we got? So. So. Balls. Dude. Balls. Missed it, man. Missed you. Missed you guys, dude. I fucking missed you guys right here, man. Uh, we're back, dude. Episode 201. Um, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've done an episode, man. It's been a bit. Um, I've been a little busy. Uh, sorry. But I I took like a month off from everything. I took a month off from content, from the main channel, from... The podcast, uh, I just took time off from everything, man. I It's the first vacation I did in like four years. Um, but, you know, dude, um, it was great. I fucking needed it, man. It was really, really good. And although it was a vacation, um, you know, it wasn't all just, you know, sitting on my ass the whole time. I was moving. I was on the move, you know. I, um, I, uh, everyone, you know, I I was, I was going absolutely Boy Scout mode. I was going, I went absolutely Boy Scout mode, how I tied the knot. How I tied the knot, dude, I got married. I got fucking married, dude, to my wife. Well, she wasn't my wife before, uh, she is now, so, yeah, yeah, to my, I got married to my wife. (laughs) Um... Fucking, uh, it was crazy, man. It was like the most beautiful day ever. I guess, uh, let's, let's talk about that, okay? Let's talk about the wedding first. Um, we didn't tell anybody that we were, uh, engaged, you know? I engaged several months ago, like a while ago, um, you know, and we're keeping it, not like secret, but we were just like, we don't gotta tell anybody, you know? It's like, um, it's nice, you know? It's nice to have some things that, you know, that you don't share with everybody, you know? And it's just like it was us. It was just our thing that was that was going, you know? It was cool. I liked it. Um, and then, yeah, we uh, we planned to, to, to get married in, um, in, in Italy because we, uh, you know, it's our favorite place ever we love italy so much we took a trip there in 20 um 2019 2019 and it was like so incredible we had such a nice trip so we were like might as well go back you know to do something you know as as special as as marriage right um so that was really cool to go back there um and uh and it was even better because we got um we had all our friends there, man. We had all our friends. Um, we didn't have any family at the at the ceremony because, you know, it was just so much to get everybody there. Um, you know, and we'll do other, you know, you know, that's whatever. You know, <laughs> we'll get it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, fucking everybody was there, man. It was like a good squad, dude. Me, Jenna. We had Danny, Laura. We had Jacob and Eilish, and then we had Dean and our other friend Hannah. Uh, Our friend Hannah is who, Hannah is like the reason that me and Jenna ever met, 
like she's our like mutual connection. So, you know, we had to have her there for sure. Um, and then our friend Lizzie was there to take pictures and, uh, yeah, it was just fucking awesome, dude. Like I, it was so gorgeous. Um, we had an incredible wedding planner. Um, and let me tell you right now, dude, we had like eight people at the wedding. Okay. Like including us. And that was so much work. I will. I. I. Whenever I'm. Whenever I hear about people's weddings, they're like, "Yeah, it was fucking. I don't know how we did it." And they're like, "I'm. I was like crying every night, every day after our wedding planner because like I didn't think we were able to get it done." I'm like, "Well, you guys are fucking freaking out about it. It's, it's a wedding. Get some fucking tables. Get a thing. Get a guy to be like, you, you got to kiss each other, and then get like a fucking a bunch of like hors d'oeuvres. You know, get a bar, get a dance floor, get a DJ, and then just fucking dance. You know, it's easy. But like, dude, it's not. There's so much fucking." There's so many things that you just got to, that you don't think about. They're like, oh, what kind of silverware do you want? You're like, I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean? Give me things that I can eat with, you know? What kind of plates do you want? What kind of arrangements do you want? Where do you want them? What time should it start? When do you want to do? What music should start when? It's like, yo. It, it was, it's a lot. So now I get it. Now I get like when people have like big weddings of like 100 plus people, I'm like, yo, hats off to you, dude. Because that's fucking gnarly. But we had the sickest wedding planner. Um, shout out Olivia. Uh, yeah, they were they were awesome. Like, so accommodating. They nailed it. Um, but yeah, dude, the day, it's, uh, the day was so nice. It was like, um, it was so, it was like a, a beautiful day. Gorgeous. Sunny. You know, it was like 25 Celsius, I think. And then the ceremony wasn't until like I think five. So all day was pretty much, you know, just getting, getting ready and everything. Um, but yo, fuck the day before, dude, the day before, um, the day before the wedding, we had a bunch of like last minute stuff that we had to get done, you know? Um, and so, and we were staying like 20 minutes outside of Florence. Um, so we were like, okay, let's just drive to Florence. We rented a car. Um, so let's just drive to Florence, get some stuff, and then come back. We'll take like two hours tops. So we drive there. It's fine. Getting into the city is fine. It takes like 20 minutes, um, 25. And then, bro, I get I get into the city, okay? And hey, Europe, what's going on over there? That's a, that, I got one question, Europe. What's going on over there? It's a fucking free-for-all, dude. It is like, everyone is just like, well, I don't know. go that way, and then maybe you'll be where you're at. And it's like, have... And sure, maybe there were signs that I could not read because they were in Italian, and my Italian is not very good. But dude, I'm... Am I, okay, so I'm. we're trying to find a parking place to park my fucking rental car. And I, I got a parking garage in my my Apple, my Google like maps. Okay. So I follow the the Google maps. Sometimes it's just wrong. Sometimes it's just fucking wrong, which is cool. But it was saying I had to go left at this one street. And I looked down the street and there was like mad people there. There was, they weren't like angry, but there was like a lot of them. (laughs) They weren't just like a bunch of people, like arms crossed, shaking their heads. Like, Oh man, if you come down here, we're going to punch your car. You're gonna kick and punch your car. Um, 
No, it wasn't. That, there was like a bunch of people. There was mad people there. There's a lot. Okay. Um, so I was like, there's no way that this is where cars go because look at all these people. So I was like, that's wrong. Fuck it. I'll just go straight. And then because it was like a wide open street and I was going down the, the road. I was like, all right, great. This is good. This is this seems normal. I'll loop around, take another left. This will be great, right? Because there was like another main street coming up. And then the more I drove, the more the back of the car that was in front of me started to look like the front of a car. And I was like, that's weird. Why is this like a cat dog situation, you know, where it's like two fronts of a car, but just like connected at the middle, you know? Um but no, dude, it was a fucking car coming towards me, um, and it was a thin street, and I was going the wrong way on a one-way street in Florence, Italy. Um, so he, he put his brakes on, I put my brakes on, and the thing about, this the thing, the other thing I learned about Europe streets, sure, there could be cars on it. But also, there's a million people on the street as well. There's no sidewalks, like, a- anywhere. They're just like, you guys have a road. And you can have cars there, and you can also walk there. Figure it out, okay? Um, so, I had to back up, like, for a while. I had to put the car in reverse <laughs> on a one-way street while this other car was inching towards me. And while also other people are, like, trying to get out of the way of my car, and everyone was, like, pointing and laughing and shit, and I was like, I, I it was the, I think it was the worst five minutes of my life. It fucking, it was so embarrassing, dude, because all these people are like, oh, this fucking idiot American, you know, and I'm, I wanted so bad to be like, I'm Canadian, okay? Don't get the wrong idea, all right? I'm not, I'm, okay? We're also stupid <laughs> up there, all right? Um, so that fucking sucked. We ended up finding parking and I wanted to punch my car. I wanted to be like those mad people. Um, that fucking sucked, but we got everything we needed the next day. We got ready for the ceremony and everything. Um, had some pictures taken and stuff. Um, Jacob was the, the celebrant officiate, officiator, officiate person. Um, so he was there. Uh, he, he read our vows for us. He wrote his own little speech thing and it was very nice. It made me cry. Um, cause it's my, it's my best buddy, man. I, I known him for like 10 years now and it's, a, and, uh, I met him in college and we, you know, we go, we fucking go way back, man. And it's so, and obviously it's so cool that we're at the point of our lives where we can go to, we could just go to, we go to Italy to get, like, it's fucking crazy, man. So it was cool to, it was so emotional. Um, and Jenna looked fucking beautiful and stunning and like perfect and like she looked so fucking awesome her dress was so pretty and the scenery and like the view we had of like the italian countryside with like and it was on like a winery it was fucking i every time i think about it i like want to cry because i miss it so much i wish i could like groundhog day my like my wedding day i could just relive it over and over again because it was the best thing ever um but yeah, we cried and stuff. They played Tears for Fears, and we, you know, we went and took a bunch of pictures with Lizzie. Um, and then, yo, we came back for the dinner, and oh my god, what the fuck is a, another? Hey, Europe, stop having the best food ever. All right, how about that? All right, how about you smarten the fuck up and start putting some corn syrup or something? In, okay, it's it's too good. 
We had ribolita. So fucking good. It was like this. It was like this bread soup. It was so fucking, so fucking good. Look up ribolita. Make it if you haven't had it. It's, it's so fucking good. We had that, and then we had ravioli, which was insane. It was like brown butter and sage. See you later. It was awesome. And then we had steak florentine, which was like the best steak I've ever had in my life. I don't eat that much steak, really, like hardly ever. But that was by far the best steak I've ever had in my life. And then for dessert, dude. Hold on. The first of all, that steak so beefy. It was crazy. But and then I was like, you know what? I'm still a little hungry, man. I I I I can't wait for dessert. This was me when after finishing all the all the all the main all the you know, the appetizer in the main course. I've got to eat. You know, I was still a little hungry and I, <laughs> and I was so excited for dessert. So when they brought it out, I was like, "Oh yeah." And it was like um, it was like this Florentine cake. I forget the name of it, but it was like pastry, and then like custard type thing, and then berries, and then another pastry, and then custard, and then ch- it was fucking the best dessert I've ever had, dude. And I every time I think about it, I'm dude, I'm salivating. I'm gonna drool on my mic, and I'm gonna break it, and I have to get a, and I'll have to get a new one. All right, I have to drive to Florence to get a new one on the wrong side of the fucking road. Um. And then, yeah, we went out to the, we all changed into, like, our dancing clothes, and then we went out to the, the dance floor that they made, uh, and this DJ was fucking awesome. He was nailing it. Um, and I went up to him at one point of the night, and I asked him to play my favorite song of all time, uh, which is uh, Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen, and he's like, his jaw dropped, and I was like, what, did I do something wrong? And he was like... I, I can't believe you just asked me that. He and he like pulled up a YouTube video and he was like, "This is me. I'm in a, I'm in like a, a Bruce Springsteen like, like cover band." <laughs> and it was like him as, and he was fucking sick. So we played that and I danced. It was so much fun. And the uh, our wedding planner was like, seeing you guys dance was like so fucking awesome. Like sometimes we have weddings of like a hundred plus people and it is nowhere as fun and lit as that dance floor was. So uh, we were tearing it up. Um, but yeah, that whole trip was incredible, man. I, uh, we started in London, we started in London, England, uh, and I, w- I, w- I had like no expectations. I know London is like one of the biggest cities, like in the world, like it's a main city, right? It's a tier one city, right? Um, but London fucking blew me away. I loved it like so much. And that's another thing about the food there too was incredible, had a Sunday roast, had a little, had a little bit of fish and chips, mate. Um, just a bit of banter, you know, a fucking pint, mate. Dude, also things in London, British people, they they talk, they name like the whoever named stuff in London or England, whoever named stuff in England was a bit like they asked a toddler to do it. I think chippies. That's what you call for, like a a place where you get chips, fries. Yeah, it went down to the chippy. What? You're an adult. Why are you using Why are you using that word? A chippy? <laughs> I'm sorry. And then, dude, when they have a sandwich that's toasted, guess what it's called? A toasty. Uh? 
That was an that was a British person doing that sound. Yeah, mate, just woke up, have a little bit of mushy peas down at the chippy, and then after that had a little toasty, went down for a little painty wainty with my little laddie with my little laddie baddies at the at the at the pubby wubby. Just a bit of banter. Cheeky. Yeah, they use the word cheeky. Bro. British people are not real. They're not. They can't be. The whole time, I don't know what was, I don't know what was like, who was there or what was there when I was in London, but they could not, they weren't people. They can't be. I think they were just like holograms, you know? Because like who else would, that is what a kid would call shit, right? Hey, chippy, getting chippy and toasty and a little toasty sandwich. You know? No tea, no shade. I mean, yes, tea. <laughs> and shade, because there's, the sun's never out. Or, I guess, no shade. Yeah, because the sun's never out. So, yes, tea, no shade to England, because they drink a lot of tea and the sun's never out. But, you guys have silly names for shit. It's all good. But you guys have silly names for stuff. Um, But I love London. I really want to go back. I had a great time there. Uh just such a cool city man just like um we saw abba we saw the abba hologram show dude hologram i'm right if they can do that they could do a whole city okay it came full circle there dude but the abba hologram show if you ever see it uh enjoy it because it's awesome i had a lot of fun it's like a big abba dance party man it was sick um yeah we took the tube another silly thing the trolley another silly thing that they call ship um, but yeah, that was just me and Jenna in London, and then we were there for like five days, and then we took a train from London to Paris, which is crazy that you can do that. It was like a two-hour train, and uh, and, we, and we left in London, and then we were in Paris, France. Like, it's crazy, man. Europe's awesome. It's like, you could just go anywhere, and the the countries are so small, um, and it's all, you could just rip around all over the place, man. Um... But yeah, Paris, and that's when we met up with Danny and Laura, who's in Paris. Um, and that was a great trip. That was so much fun. It's always so much fun hanging out with Danny and Laura. Like, they're the fucking coolest people, and we love them so much. And it's just like, a, it's just, it, it was just good vibes, man. Like, every day I'd wake up, and I'd be like, man, the fuck is up with these good vibes, you know? I was sort of getting pissed off at it. I was sort of getting, sort of getting bummed about these awesome vibes, but... um. Yeah, we just walked around. We saw the Eiffel Tower. You know, we did some shopping. You know, we you know we were, you know, it, it was really cool. Um, and then from Paris, we went to. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just recapping my vacation on this episode, but I don't care. It's my podcast. Um, we flew from Paris to Nice, Nice, France, and. That's another city that I was like, I don't, I don't know. I've never been. It should be fun, I, but I have no expectations, you know. But that city blew me away. Nice, France is fucking... Nice is gorgeous. It is actually, like, it is jaw-droppingly gorgeous. Like, it's right... It is very close to, like, the Italian border. So, it's like, it feels like a very Italian city. But it's... um, But everyone just speaks French because it's, it's in France. But... um. Like, just so beautiful, all the buildings and stuff, and it's right on the water. 
and uh, everyone was so nice. We went to some really cool bars. We like, I don't know, Nice was just really, really cool. Um, so if anyone's ever going to France and you don't want to go to Paris, there's other places you want to see, check out Nice because that, that was cool. And then from Nice, we, uh, we drove, um, we drove from Nice to Florence, like where we were staying. And, um, I'll say it. I, uh, I started tearing up a little bit on the drive. Okay. I did. Uh, I started tearing up. Okay. Where's the fucking sound effect I'm looking for? Hold on. I, I teared up. Okay. I know. I know. Boo hoo. Boo hoo. Boo hoo is what I was saying. It's a really long sound effect. I should have cropped it. I'm edited it down. But yeah, man, I, it was just so like, be, like beautiful. And that's right when the new 1975 album came out. So we were playing that in its entirety. And yo, there was, if you guys know this, if you guys, okay, I'm going to start crying just talking about it. There was, you know that song About You on the new 1975 album? Um, which is, by the way, their best album yet. Their best work. It's crazy. They're actually so good. And that album's incredible. Um, that song About You. There's like a long intro and then the fucking drums come in and like everything starts coming at the same time. Right as that part happened in the song in the car, we exited a tunnel to literally the most beautiful view I've ever seen. Like you could see the ocean, a, like a huge fucking mountain and a bunch of little, like a little town down there. And it was right when that part came on. I was like, Whoa, and that's when I started to tear up a little bit because it was like so. It's an emotional song, and like it's just beautiful sounds in the song, and also seeing. I was like in Italy with like with our like some of our best friend, like two of our best friends, driving to go get like married, and I was like. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was crazy. I'm a fucking look at this stupid shit. What am I doing? Why am I fucking, dude? Cringe. I'm cringing. I'm cringing at myself. <laughs> this is literally me. How I feel at me. Okay. Uh, it was just really nice. It was such a beautiful drive. Um, and uh, and then we got to the villa, and then we hung out. We chilled. We uh, then we got married, and then we went to the. Uh, Amalfi Coast is where we went. Um, we stayed in a little town, like the southern part of the Amalfi Coast, and uh, that was fucking breathtaking as well. Just all a bunch of ocean. I've had the, I had the best fish I've ever had in my life. Um, and while I was eating the best fish I've ever had in my life, um, Jenna, it, I was sitting across from Jenna as you do, as one does with their wife, was sitting across from her, and she started, like, she pointed at someone and then started waving, and I was like, who the fuck are you waving? I don't know. We don't know anybody here, um, like, other than our friends, but they're at another restaurant. So I turned around, and through the glass of the window, waving at Jenna, 
was Jeff Goldblum. I'm uh, and I was like, you know, in cartoons when people are like, they rub their eyes to be like, is that really who it is? Like, I literally, I wanted to do that. Like, I get it now. I was literally like, huh? Like, it was the most cartoony thing. Like, I was like. I, I I I was like, is it a guy that just like looks like him a lot, you know? And then, um, and then he walked over to. It's so. He he like walked over to us. He started waving at Jenna. She waved back, and he walked over to us and was like, "Hey guys, how we doing?" And we're both just like, "What the fuck?" We're like, "Good, good, good. How are you doing?" And then he was like, "Where are you from? Where are you guys from?" And then uh, Jenna was like, "We're from we're from Toronto. We're from Toronto, Canada." And he was like, "Get out of town. That's crazy. My my wife is from there. Let me go get her." And then he leaves. And then we're both just like, "What the? F- is that real? Did that just? Ha- did you see that? <laughs> did that also happen for you?" And then like a few minutes goes go by, and he comes back uh, with his wife. And then he's like, this is my wife. Uh, these guys are from Canada, Toronto. And she's like, get out. That's where I'm from. And then we all talked for a bit about Toronto and everything. They asked where we were, you know, uh, where we were going and where, what we're doing, you know. Um, and then we told Jeff, Jeff, yeah, we told Jeff, we're on a first name basis now. Um, uh, I call him Jay Gold, Jeff Goldblum, Jay Gold, sort of. We we go we go back to sort of my nickname for him, Jay Gold. And so I Jay Gold was like, uh so you know, we told Jay Gold that we just got married and then he started singing to us. He was like, It's only just begun. Uh and it was really pretty. And then we asked for a photo, we took a photo with him, and it was fucking it was so weird, dude, because it was like this motherfucker's in Jurassic Park, man. This dude's in this is like he's like a world class cele- like an A list celebrity. He was in Cats and Dogs, man. I wish I would have said something. That's my biggest regret. Okay, I grew some balls. I was like, listen, I'm so sorry, but do you mind if we get a photo with you? I never do that. Okay, but I did it because I had to. Okay, but still, there's so part of me so badly. I wish I could go back there to be like, listen, you were in a movie called Cats and Dogs. You played a a scientist who was allergic to cats, and you were working on uh, a cure for cat allergies. Okay, and you were really good in that movie, and I used to watch it all the time, and I really liked it. Okay, and you were like a big part of my childhood because I used to watch the movie Cats and Dogs all the time, and also Jurassic Park. Okay, but I didn't get to say that. I didn't get to say all that shit, and it sucks. But you know, it's it sucks to suck. We held our own. We did okay. And then they just went and had a uh, had lunch, and then they just walked down the beach after, like just down, just on the beach. It was crazy because it's like why it seems like we tell people this, and they're like, "What do you mean he waved at you guys?" And we're like, "We don't know. We don't fuck it. I don't know. We don't know. We'll never know." I think we were like chosen that day. I think he won. I think once a day he chooses people to like bless with his presence, you know. And we were the lucky ones. He was the one. He looked at us and they're like, "That's them." He was like, "That's them. That's those are my. That's my one for the day." Here you go. This is me. I'm Jeff. 
my name Jeff. That's what he said when he walked. <laughs> when he came out to us, he walked up. He's like, my name Jeff. And uh, and then he dabbed. We were sitting at lunch, and he was like, and Jeff Goldblum was like, I am Jeff. And I was like, that backflip though, it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it was an incredible trip. I'll never forget it. It was like the uh, it was the best thing ever, and I I miss it a lot. Um, let me turn this camera back on. Okay, and then um, so after after Italy, we came back to Toronto for one night, and then we had to f- leave Toronto again to fly to San Diego because I had to finish up my tour, okay? So we did the West Coast. Uh, we did San Diego. I believe we did two shows in San Diego, right? Yes. Yeah, because I was like, of course, the first show back is two of them on the same night. So we, I think we did two in San Diego, and then we did Sacramento, two shows in L.A., and then a show in San Francisco. Two shows in San Francisco. Um, and then the day after the show in San Francisco, we flew back to L.A. to go to Harry Ween. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, we scored last-minute uh, pit tickets because, you know, I finna be in the pit. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Another thing, another night of dancing like crazy, having a good time uh, with some friends. Um and then after that, fuck, I'm just like recapping the lot. I'm sure this is boring for you guys, but I, I whatever. Um, I'm rusty, all right? Uh, and then I got to do H3. I was on the H3 podcast, which was fucking awesome. Shout out everybody at H3. Um, that was really cool. Their whole setup was so like streamlined, like a beautiful studio, a uh, huge crew. And they're all so nice. Um, we met their dogs. They're really sweet. Ethan was fucking super nice. It was crazy because I've been watching Ethan for like years, like years and years, and he's like a huge inspiration uh, for like why I make the videos I make now. Um, pretty much like the fucking like godfather of like YouTube commentary, you know. So it's like it was it was cool to be on on that. It was a lot of fun. Um, kissed him. That was cool. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, dude, we went up to uh, fucking, uh, where'd we go? Portland. And then Seattle. And then Vancouver. And we finished the show in Vancouver. The DaVinci Twins were there. That's lit. Um, no, we finished the show in Vancouver. Um, and, like, one of the biggest shows of the tour. Like, I, it was sort of, I didn't. No, it was going to be that big. But the last time I performed in Vancouver, uh, I remember it was 2019, I think. Or no, it was 2020, I think. I think it was 2020. And it was a venue that held 420 people. And that was like one of the biggest venues I've done at the time. I did, I've done at the time. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. This is a huge room. I'm never going to do anything bigger than this. Um, and then, bruh, two years later, I come back to Vancouver and we did a show for 2,500 people. Let's fucking go. I'm going goblin mode. I'm going goblin mode. Oh, God. 
That was literally me when I saw the fucking vent, the theater size. Dude, it was fucking sick. The crowd was like one of the best of the whole tour because there was like a different energy in that room, man. Everyone was like, all right, this is the last show. We got to fucking do it, man. And it was great. Um, Cried there too. I've been crying a lot, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Cried on stage there a little bit because it was like, uh, it was very emotional, right? We was we did fifty seven shows in fifty one cities over the course of like five months. It was the biggest tour I've ever done. It was the first theater tour I've ever done, um, and it was just fucking incredible, man. Honestly, we had so many friends there too, and it was just like I don't know, dude. I I've I started doing stand up a fucking long time ago. I like ten years ago, pretty much. And dude, doing shows in like basements of bars for just other comedians being like, fuck, I don't know if it's ever going to be not this. I don't know if I'll ever get to the point where I will be able to do a show even in Toronto where I'm from and people to show up, you know? And it's like the fact that I'm at a point now where that, and maybe even that, even if I never get to tour again, if I never, for some reason, never sell any tickets ever again, I'll always remember that as something just fucking so beyond what I even can even comprehend. It still doesn't feel real to me. So thank you so much for buying tickets and supporting. It is one thing to watch my videos and everything, but you know, to actually like buy tickets to a show and come to the show. Some people, like, drove and, like, got hotel rooms and shit. Like, it's fucking crazy. It's so much to ask of people. And the fact that I have people that want to do it and they have fun and... I don't know. It's... It's it, it's crazy. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I struggle to fucking articulate how I feel about it because it's still so surreal. But I just want to say thank you if you came to a show. Um, I Hopefully, I can take it more places. Hope we gonna take the show more places. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, but I think we'll there'll be a way. Uh, we're gonna try to put it out somewhere. I don't know where, but we're we're working on it. So, um, so yeah. Uh, thank you everyone for supporting the the tour. It's fucking done, dude. It's crazy. Now I can focus on YouTube and being at home, which is nice. Um, all right, man. Jesus, I fucking what are we at, dude? We're at 35 minutes. I haven't even talked about any of the fucking current events or any fucking thing, man. So, what should I talk about? What should we talk about, huh? What should we fucking talk about? Let me get my handy-dandy laptop here. Um. Oh, fuck. Okay. I have some stories that we're not going to get to. Um... We're going to talk about... We're going to go through the subreddit. We're also going to talk about um, some weird TikTok videos from the sister of the guy who made Rick and Morty. She's very interesting. We got a big rabbit hole to go down. We're also going to talk about uh, Twitter and Elon Musk on the the bonus episode. So if you guys want to check out the bonus episode... um, Go to, you could click the link in the description, go to patreon.com slash very, really good. Uh, we do bonus episodes there. Usually every other week we'll throw out a bonus episode. 
Um, and it's just a nice little fucking uh, community over there. So if you want to support the podcast, that is the best way to do it. And you get, as soon as you uh, join the Patreon, you immediately get like the 20 bonus episodes that we've done. So um, for like fucking a good deal. That's like 20 hours. That's a whole day, dude. That's a whole day of content, man. Um, but it's been a while since we've been back. So I figured we'd go. And it's been also been a while since we've done an advice segment. So I feel like we should do an advice segment before we wrap this episode up. But if you want to talk, bonus episodes full of shit, dude. We got full. We got heat over on the bonus bonus episode this week. So um, let's do some advice. We can do some advice. Damn, I need a jingle for my advice segment. Jingle for my advice segment. My advice segment. Jingle for my advice segment. Fuck! It has been a while since we've done one of these. Uh, but let's get let's get into it. Um. Hey, Curtis, and potential guest, uh, alone. I've been listening to the podcast and watching your videos for a year or so, and was wondering if you'd be able to give me some advice. Our band will be losing members, and I'm not super confident in my ability to play my instrument without relying on others. Could you give me some advice on going solo and to not be critical of myself when I mess up? Thanks so much. Damn. So I'm, I'm guessing you're in, like, a rock band, you know, like a band, not like a school band or like a marching band. Um, marching band, what's next? A, a juning band? March. Um, so you'll be losing members. I'm not coming. Okay. Advice on going solo and not be critical of myself when I mess up. Okay. I think, well, I've never gone solo. Actually, that's wrong. That's not true. I went solo when I started doing YouTube. I, I had to, I had to go uh, solo. I had to go solo pretty much. I had no help. Um, not be critical. Okay, so I'll use my own sort of advice and experience, in, and I'll sort of recontextualize it for you. Is that okay? Um, so I think you have to know that it's going to take a lot more work. You have to practice a lot more. You have to um, you have to really want it, you know. You have to really uh, love the process as well, you know. You have to learn to live with the mistakes, um, and, and learn from them. You know, I, I I think that one of the best things is that I I enjoy doing is 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 sometimes looking back at my old stuff that I've done that I was proud of at one time, and being like. Oh, this I'm so much better than this now, you know. And being able to recognize that is really something. So, and that only comes from you wanting to be better, you wanting to improve, uh, you wanting to do something new. Um, so you know what? I think it's uh, I think it goes a long way, man. I think uh, be patient as well. Be patient with yourself because you're gonna fuck up. And most of the time, people don't know when you mess up. That's the thing. I fucked up my jokes like every night on tour, you know? At least one, I had a little mess up. But people don't know because I wrote it. They never, they've never, they didn't write it. Maybe that's, what, maybe that's what it was supposed to be, you know? And you'll never know. So unless you go to like a few shows, then you'd be like, oh, it's different. But, then, but even then, you're like, well, is that the real one or is the other one the real one? And you'll never know. So it's like... Um, just be patient and try to be better and try to continue to improve all the time. And you'll be fine, dude. Fuck your band members. (laughs) Okay, this next one is from 
Um, Charleston Chippy. Hi, Curtis. I love the podcast and your YouTube channel and had a blast at your tour. Thank you. Uh, you know what else had a blast? My bus, and it burned down. Um, no, I didn't have a blast. I don't know what happened to it. Crazy, must, it's, there's no blast. I don't know what happened. It's just a, you know, freak accident. There isn't a, okay, let's keep going. Uh, about last year, I've been late to classes because I suck ass at waking up early and need a lot of time to get ready. My family decided to enroll me in distance learning again after only having a year uh, in person and it's been torture. I am the loneliest and saddest I've ever been and have not learned anything this year. Damn. I do my homework, but I don't learn this way, and I've been doing so terribly mentally. But even breaking down in front of them and telling them this, they won't listen. I see a couple of friends maybe once a week, and that's it. It's getting to the point where I feel like I've been living the same day, never leaving bed for the past months, and I can't remember complete days. Please help me have any advice for how to get my life back together. Okay, so... My um, family decided to enroll me in distance learning again. So I feel like that is... Distance learning, what is that? Sorry, I'm I'm an old man. Is that like online? Like at home? Okay, online or remote learning. I know that, okay, I, I guessed it. Um, well, I think... Okay, but the reason they put you in online class is because you suck at waking up early and you need a lot of time to get ready. Okay. Forgive me if I'm at a line here, if it's like a like a medical thing or anything, but like like just go like just go to bed earlier. You know? I feel like if you need more time to get ready and you got to wake up, just like wake up, you know? I again, if I'm at a line here, if this is like a thing that you physically cannot, like it is, you know, it's not just like a, oh, I'm a, oh, I'm just lazy. I like sleeping. Then it's like, then f- for sure, then fucking f- ignore what I'm saying. But if like, if you're just, you know, if you just like fucking don't like waking up, I I don't know. I don't know what to tell you because <laughs> life is, I'll, let me tell you right now, uh, life is just waking up when you don't want to. That's what life is, okay? And it sucks. It really fucking does. But that's what it is. No matter how old you get, if you're in school or not, you got to wake up when you do not want to. (laughs) Even if I... Dude, I have it so easy. I'm aware, okay? I'm a fucking YouTuber, okay? I get to wake up pretty much whenever I want. But still, sometimes, no. Because you have appointments and shit. You got stuff. You got somewhere you got to be. You got crap. People showing up to your house to do, you know, shit. You know, it's like sometimes you just got to wake up. But again, if this is a thing that you cannot really (laughs) control because like health or whatever, ignore me. So let's say it's that. Regardless, for whatever reason, you were put into online learning and you and, and you don't learn that way, which is fair. If I had to do that, I would fucking fail. I needed someone to be like, go, go to school, be there, do the work, and then also maybe do some homework while you're home. Because that, because even that, even doing homework was like, fuck, oh yeah, 
I got like a whole essay I got to write tonight. And then I, you have to just do it, you know? Um, but again, I don't know what it's like to do online learning in that capacity because I went to school in like 2000, in the, like the 2000s. So uh, it was not that advanced then. Um, you know, you still had to like print out your things and hand them in. So I don't know, but I think, I think you should be like, yo, okay, if the problem is me waking up early, what if I can show you that I can wake up early five days out of the week? If I can, like, this is what you say to your parents. If I can, if that's the reason why I'm not in school, what if I show you that I can wake up and be ready to go out the door by like 8 a.m.? What if I just do that, right? Because then it's like, then you, it shows them that you're capable of doing what they want you to do, right? To go to school. Um, and then, you know, maybe that maybe that will, like, convince them to, like, let you go back to, you know, regular, like, in class, you know? Um, but I think there is a lot to be said about... Um, You know, you could still, and even then, if not, you could still, if you have friends, you could FaceTime them, you know, you could, you know, play games with them or something, right? Obviously, it's not the same as, you know, being there with your friend, but, um, you know, okay, that, but that's my advice. How about you go to your parents, you're like, listen, I got a proposition, all right? If I can show you that I can wake up early and be ready to go out the door by 8 a.m., every, like, five days out of the week, Monday to Friday, Will you let me go back to school in class? And they have no reason to be like, no, right? Because then you could do it. And I think you can. I think you can do it. All right? This is tough love. All right? Get out of bed. Get up and fucking work. It seems like nobody wants to fucking work these days. (laughs) So that's my advice. All right. Uh, Cool. Well, that's episode 201. I'm sorry. Most of it was just like recapping my trip and tour, but uh, that's what... It's been a while, so I needed to rec- I need to fill you guys in, okay? Uh, but thank you so much, everybody. Thank you to everyone to uh, for supporting on Patreon again. We're gonna I'm gonna hop. I'm gonna eat this donut over here, and then we're gonna hop right back into a bonus episode. Uh, so if you want to watch that, it'll be uh, on the Patreon. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for the support. Happy to be back, and uh, and I, I'm hope uh, I hope this is all right. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate the support. Um, take care of yourself take care of each other and I'll see you next week peace out